Hello, my friends, and welcome to the DDP for the second day of September. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me today as we go back into the audio version of our 2018 book, Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. We're in the shortest chapter of the book, yesterday and today, the fourth chapter. We started it yesterday, we concluded today. Uh, We'll do that, and then tomorrow we'll tell you about the Sunday sermon drop and get into chapter 5. So, let's conclude it from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. Here's the conclusion of chapter 4. When I came into the revelation of grace, I went through some bitterness. I lost those years that I could have been free while I was grinding another man's corn, often helping with someone else's destiny. All the while, I was building another man's dream. I could have been at liberty, and I wasn't. I had to be healed of that bitterness and released from its grip. It entrenched itself in my mind and snuck out in my preaching and teaching. I had to deconstruct and learn how to construct without staying in demolition mode. It took a while, and honestly, there are still some moments when I realize there is more healing to be done. Turning my sledgehammer into a framing hammer has been my own swords-to-plowshares experience. My revelations now are less about a change in theology, though theological changes seem to be ongoing to the point that I wonder, will it ever stop? And more about the type of grave clothes that are still being stripped away from me, releasing me into the glorious liberty of understanding that I am better as a son than as a servant. I think you will find a better version of yourself as well if your identity is found in knowing your father rather than working for him. I've tried to move away from titles and acknowledgments because I began taking so much pride in them and based my confidence in what that title represented. It can be like a drug to hear, this is pastor, this is who he is, this is what he does. I've come to realize that in a lot of ways, I simply lost time at being an untitled son while I worked so hard at being a titled servant. Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 and 8. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. The translators sanitize this passage a bit too much. It has lost its edge, its punch. The King James Version has rubbish, translated as dung, which is a little better, but it lacks Paul's gusto. Paul writes here as a man with a bit of a temper who has been hanging out with the common folk and the street people. He digs into their language and their culture and uses a word that would be a bit too offensive for many if we were to print it in a book based around theology. Use your imagination. It isn't dung, but it sure smells like it. For Paul, all that he had held so dear as Saul stunk to high heaven. He found nothing to be impressed with in the pomp and circumstance of Saul's religion. The actions which had brought Saul so much pride and favor among men, Paul considered to be worthless in the grand scheme of things. The glory of the day in the life of the servant holds less splendor than the darkest night in the life of the sun. Philippians chapter 3, verse 9, "...that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith." How are we found in Christ? When people see us there, do they see our self-righteousness? 
Are we closely identified with Saul, living out our lists of what I do, how I do it, and what I expect? Paul was determined, and I think we should be as well, to find his identity in Christ rather than in his own ability and performance. Saul has to go. That guy is not found in Christ. That guy is found in his works, and that is why he is eventually burned out and ready for an encounter. His failure to perform and live up to righteous standards is inevitable, as is the crash and burn condemnation that accompanies that failure. If you're going to be found in Christ, you cannot have your own law-based, obedience-based righteousness. Instead, have the righteousness which is from God through faith in Christ. And that concludes Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul, chapter 4. Tomorrow, we begin the next chapter. We'll tell you what's coming up in our full Sunday sermon. I look forward to the weekend. I hope you are as well and resting in the favor of God. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.